Welcome to Small Talks English with Anne. This new series of podcasts is dedicated to everybody who is learning English, but also for native speakers who, wants, who want to learn more about uh, different accents when non-native speakers are speaking. I'm so happy to have you back in this first episode about myself. I'm um, delighted, as I said, to start this uh, new series of podcasts for all the um, learners of English who are so shy to talk and to express themselves in front of other people. I was exactly the same when I was young and uh, I decided that it's not because we have a different accent that it should prevent us from trying to speak um, English and um, to leave on the side the prejudices and the sense of judgment that when we speak, we are not good enough. So in this episode, I wanted to introduce myself a bit more than in my first, um, in my first episode. So I'm Anne, I'm 43 years old and I live in Canada. I've been living in Canada for the past 10 years. So I arrived almost 10 years, actually. I arrived in 2013, in April 2013. And um, I can only say that I remember this day vividly because I never thought that in April we would still have some snow on the ground. And it was the case. So for uh, people that are listening to me um, in Europe or maybe uh, somewhere else in Asia, Um, and who want to immigrate to Canada, beware, um, the snow is still falling, uh, still falls, sorry, in April. And um, there's always like a, a little thunder, uh, snowstorm um, in April. So uh, don't be too, too, uh, too, too scared when you, you land, okay? So yes, I arrived in 2013 in April. And since then, I've been um, doing quite a lot of things. Uh, the first thing that I did when I was here was to, um, to spend some time um, in an interior design course um, to get my permanent residency because I was missing a couple of points to, to get um, this, uh, this residency. So I had to retrain. So I did interior design for about a year and a half. Then I started to, um, to do some freelancing as a journalist for interior design magazines and that I loved. But um, for the ones who are listening to my small talks French with Anne, you will know that I'm, uh, uh, I've been a French teacher for almost 20 years. So when my course was over, I decided to go back to teaching in Canada. And uh, I worked for a language uh, school um, for maybe three, three years. And then I decided to take the, a leap of faith and start my own business. So I've been a self-employed uh, French and English teacher for the last two years. And I can't, uh, I can't thank my students enough for this privilege that I'm having to, to teach uh, from home um, since uh, COVID but also uh, to, to have uh, uh, wonderful students who want to learn. So I'm, I've been very privileged. 
So you may wonder why I became an English and a French teacher. Well, it all started back when I was uh, 17 and I had to, to choose a career. But to be honest, I, I knew that since I was a, a little child that, uh, that I wanted to explore the world and, uh, and speak uh, some, another language than French. So um, it was pretty obvious what, I, what my destiny would be and what my profession uh, was going to, to be. So I decided to, uh, to take a course at university in my hometown of Limoges in the middle of France. Um, and I started studying foreign languages and civilizations. Um, I, had, I had two languages to master, so it was uh, English and, uh, of course, uh, French and also, sorry, uh, Spanish. That was my second language. So I started studying for one year and then finally there was a program that we called Socrate, or in the old days we called it uh, Erasmus program, where I was selected to, uh, to go to England for one year. Uh, the town that I went to was, uh, should I say, the city I went to was Liverpool, and I was affected to um, Liverpool John Moores University. Uh, that was a very, very good experience, uh, so good that I decided to stay on. Um, I know it devastated my parents when I told them that uh, I really was enjoying my life in, in England. Um, but uh, it was something that I had always dreamt of, of doing. So I pursued my, uh, my degree in Liverpool, finished my master's and went on to a PGC, which is a postgraduate uh, certificate in education. And uh, of course, I, I decided to, uh, uh, to, to stay um, in, my, in a school uh, that was a boys' school, which was a comprehensive school. Uh, it was quite a challenge at first because it was in one of those suburbs in Liverpool, which was, uh, let's say, a bit uh, difficult and, and rough around the ages. So uh, it was definitely a very good experience for me. Uh, I stayed there for, for two, two years and then I applied for a um, uh, position as a teacher in a private school, um, which I absolutely loved. Um, the reason I stayed as well, I didn't mention, was uh, also because I met uh, my first husband uh, there, Brian. Um, so he's Irish and he came to Liverpool John Moores University to study and we met through a mutual friend. So, um, so that was another reason why uh, I stayed in, in Liverpool for so long. Um, then as a, as a couple, we got married. Um, and we decided that um, we would uh, like to start a family. So at the time, uh, Liverpool was quite far from both our families. So we went to Northern Ireland. We immigrated there and um, we went to Belfast. So we settled a few years in, uh, in Belfast, actually in Comber, which is close to Belfast. Um, because Brian's parents were from Bangor, so it wasn't too, too far from them, and it wasn't too far from Belfast, where Brian had a job, and I had a job as well, uh, which was not teaching, because it was difficult at the time to find uh, a teaching position as a French teacher, so um, I was a receptionist in a hotel that was very well renowned, renowned. Um, and I started as a receptionist, and 
the the shifts uh, hours were quite difficult um, as I was working sometimes until midnight or one o'clock. So um, as I was about to say that I was uh, going to uh, to look for something else, um, the director of the the hotel um, suggested or offered me a position as a wedding coordinator, which was. Uh, a very, very nice experience. Um, you will find out maybe later on how romantic I am. So uh, that's why I love this job. Um, so I stayed in this uh, in this position for quite a long time. But um, we were trying for a family uh, with Brian and it was not uh, going very well in terms of uh, of having a, a child uh, naturally. So we went, uh, we decided to move to France um, to uh, start um, an, an adoption process over in France. And uh, we were very lucky to be, uh, to, to find a, a job for Brian straight away as uh, it's not so easy sometimes if you don't speak the language. But Brian can speak in, uh, can, can speak a, a bit of French or could speak a bit of French at the time. Now he's uh, much, uh, much better and much more fluent. So we decided to go to France once he accepted this uh, offer, as um, uh, this offer, this, this job offer. And uh, we settled down in Saint-Étienne where we actually didn't uh, go through the adoption process um, because we, uh, we had a baby named Rosaline. Rosaline, you will meet her in another episode uh, and I can't wait for you to, to meet her. She's quite a character. So yeah, um, we went to France, everything was very well and then um, when I was pregnant with my second child, Etienne, um, which uh, his name is, uh, of course I said we were we were settling down, we had settled down in Saint-Étienne and Étienne was conceived in Saint-Étienne, so we called him Étienne. And um, after that, we went to, um, Brian accepted a, a job offer in Dublin. So, um, so yeah, uh, I was pregnant when we moved to Dublin and I gave birth to Étienne in, in, uh, in Ireland, which is uh, quite funny. Uh, so Rosaline is uh, French. Uh, and Etienne is Irish. So you will meet Etienne as well. Um, I said that Rosaline is a character. You will see that Etienne is a character too and I'm sure you will, uh, you will love hearing them as they are both uh, bilingual um, and you might uh, pick up on uh, some accents as well. Okay, so this is uh, pretty much uh, my story up to, uh, uh, up to now. Then uh, as, you, as you've seen, uh, my ex-husband had uh, quite a lot of job offers around, the, around Europe, but the last job offer was in Canada. And uh, we came as a family of four in 2013. Unfortunately, the immigration move was, uh, didn't go very well in terms of, um, of the strain on the couple and the family. So, uh, so we separated amicably and of course we still remain a family for the kids. And uh, um, as I often say to the, to the children, um, the, the family is not dissolved. It's just the marriage um, that is. And uh, that's what we always try to keep in mind when we, uh, when we speak to the kids and the way we raise them uh, together. So, uh, yes, things happen, but uh, we have to learn from 
everything and uh, it's a good lesson uh, not so easy sometimes but it uh, it sure is rewarding to um, to have two kids that are uh, made with love so as i said you will meet my family uh, in the next couple of ev- episodes you will also meet a big part of my family now who is uh, uh, whose name is bill uh, Bill is my uh, second husband. Uh, we are not actually officially married married uh, yet, but we are engaged. We've been engaged for the last uh, four years, uh, three years, sorry. Uh, if Bill is listening, he's not going to ha- be happy that I'm not remembering it, but um, maybe he's not listening. So um, Bill and I have been together for five years, engaged for three And we are trying to plan a wedding, uh, a very small wedding, but it's been one thing after the other. And to be honest, we are very happy the way we are. So um, maybe one day. Um, So Bill has been amazing for for me and my life in Canada. And uh, as I said, you will meet him in another episode after Rosaline and Etienne. So here you go. Um, I think I've covered everything. Hopefully it wasn't too, too much of a a story, Um, but I wanted to be transparent. And uh, especially for the, my students who will be listening to me, I wanted them to uh, to listen to my story behind the behind the screen um, that they usually see. There there is a person, um, and that person has lived many different things. And I think just like everybody else, um, we it's always very nice to share our lows, our highs, and still remember that from our lows we always rise. Okay. Thank you so much for listening and I will speak to you very soon in another episode. This time it will be with Rosaline, my daughter.